0: Did you know that the human body, when it's wet, has a resistance of about 500 ohms? Ohm. O-H-M. Ohm. I am sure that there is a joke, you could say, involving an electrician who's also a meditation specialist, and he tells you to find the path of least resistance to solve all your life's problems, and the... The path of least resistance is 500 ohms. Something like that. I can't make that joke funny, so go ahead and try that and let me know. In any case, to make that joke make sense, you have to know, number one, that ohm sounds like a meditation syllable, but also, ohm, O-H-M, is a very important engineering word. And ohm is a unit of measure. It's a measure of resistance. More specifically, it's a measure of electrical resistance. And we know electricity, that's the flow of charge, maybe the flow of electrons, maybe the flow of positively charged ions, whatever. Maybe the flow of electrons from the sky to the earth through our body, hopefully not. But an ohm resists that flow. If flowing electricity was like flowing water, resistance is like sponge in the way of the water, like if you filled your pipes with sponge, or you fill your river with rocks to inhibit that flow. Well, ohms, or resistance, is going to inhibit that flow of charge. And if you had to picture what one ohm feels like or looks like, you could go to the mathematical definition of resistance. Resistance is voltage divided by current. And so one ohm would be one volt divided by one amp. And here I am using all this jargon. So let me give you a physical picture, maybe. The resistance across 600 feet of regular everyday wire is about one ohm. Like the wire you use in Christmas lights or the wire you use in your home appliances, just take one strand Stretch out 600 feet or more of it, and across that whole length of wire is about one ohm of resistance. Now, it's wire. It's going to conduct electricity. There's still a lot of electrons flowing through that thing. And so one ohm is not a lot. I am not going to be protected from a lightning strike if all the resistance around me just was one ohm. Like I said in the very beginning, the human body, according to the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health in the USA, has 500 ohms of resistance if you're wet or if you break the skin. Breaking the skin means blood is exposed, so the blood is wet, and that conducts electricity better. You might only have a resistance of 500 ohms. It means you're gonna still get a lot of electrons flowing through you, which is not good for your tissues. Now, if you were dry, that might crank up to 10,000 ohms. I tried measuring the resistance of my body from one hand to the other hand with my little tool here. It said something like 30 mega ohms. I don't know how accurate that is, but we have a lot more resistance in our bodies when we're not wet. And then you think about things like plastic— You try to measure the resistance of plastic from one side to the other, that plastic that we use to insulate our wires, and you might not even be able to measure it. It might be infinite, for all our tools know. Where does the name Ohm come from? Think back to the late 19th century, when electricity and electrical devices and developing all that stuff was all the rage there still weren't standardized ways to measure electrical properties like resistance. And out of the many ways that you could define resistance, the ohm won out. The ohm originally was a discussion of how much resistance was associated with a certain amount of mercury sitting in a column. Kind of like how I said, oh, one ohm is associated with a certain length of, of wire. Well, they did it, Back in the day, with a certain amount of mercury. And that definition has been updated today to define an ohm according to universal constants that we think we know based on physics, not just some empirical phenomenon. Funny how the word ohm became the definition of a unit of resistance first, and then the symbol for ohm came after. Om sounds a little bit like the Greek letter omega. And so the omega symbol, which looks kind of like a horseshoe, became the symbolic representation of an ohm. Let's see, we've got a mathematical, a physical, a linguistic, and symbolic representation of what an ohm is. What kind of representation do we need next? I don't know. Maybe spiritual? Home is our engineering word of the day. Hi, this is your host, Pius, saying thanks once again for listening to the engineering word of the day podcast. If you cannot resist learning about engineering and engineering education, check out my other longer podcast called the K-12 Engineering Education Podcast. It's at k12engineering.net. Check it out.